You die once, and suddenly you're not invisible. Explore the story of Heed, who was a corpse for a while, but is back to life and trying to learn about just what had happened, only to discover the story is far stranger than that. Inspired by manga, Alter X Artifact is a new LGBTQ webcomic for mature readers revolving around magic and political espionage. This comic features fantastic elements, gripping storytelling, and impressive visuals that pull you into the strange but fascinating world of the comic. Alter X Artifact explores themes of magic, dreams, and relationships, all while deftly weaving a compelling mystery with eye-catching visuals. You're still in time to enjoy the exciting prologue as well, but you gotta hurry over on to the website. So, if you're looking for your next weekly webcomic read, you need to go to alterxartifact.com. That is alterxartifact.com. Now back to the show. I'm a member of the press. Ooh. No, you're not. You're a hooch slinger. That should be your spider sona. (laughs) Nah. See, we're doing a, uh, David, we're doing a a group cosplay uh, at Dragon Con, and we decided to do uh, Spider-Verse. Because topical. Because topical. (laughs) And I am am going as... uh, Yacht Rock Spider-Man. But first it was going to be Cocaine Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, but... Cocaine Spider-Man. Now, yes, now see, but, knowing you, Kevin, I would have expected the horrors of Spider-Island Man. Actually, I found this great mask that it's the head is just an entire spider. <laughs> I was going to be... I was just going to go as a fucking spider, man. I, I would probably just get a bag full of, like, those little spider rings and get a Halloween and just go to Spider's <laughs> Man. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, wasn't that, like, an alternate? Because someone posted It was. It of, was just a, it, a dude made of spiders with a Spider-Man mask. Yes. <laughs> which is fucking awesome. Uh, fun that movie. Is, that is horrifying. Yep. But that being said... Hello, and welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin Heyman. With me this week is Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are ya? Oh! <laughs> the existential scream of Ramses. Good, okay. <laughs> and we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how are you today? I'm doing fairly well. The only problem is, before I hopped on with you guys, I was watching a documentary on Randy Macho Man Savage. So I'm ready to get some fucked up associations in my head tonight. Oh, Oh, brother. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, the cream rises to the top. (laughs) Oh, they need to come up with an AI voice generator for Randy Savage. Oh, oh, I just just want him back. Just plug it into any e-book, you know what I mean? Yes. Every book read by... I I need to hear Moby Dick read by Macho Man Randy Savage. In a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. (laughs) <laughs> not a dirty hole filled with the ends of worms brother <laughs> sorry okay so now that i've got that stuck in your heads uh let's see first up we are still looking for advertisers we have got a great sponsor in uh 
David, what's the name of the comic? My brain is not working tonight. My brain is not working either. I'm so sorry. Okay, we have a sponsor. We're looking for someone for a mid-roll sponsor. So, uh, if you're interested, and we promise we'll remember your name, you can hit us up. Go to uh, contact.supernatpod.rocks and, uh, you know, hit us up. You know, what the f- you know, the funny thing is, is that they would have just heard the ad for the comic that we can't remember. And we can't remember the name of the comic because that ad is something that's added in afterwards, because that's how is podcasts Alter work. X Artifact? Oh, yes. Yes. I, I knew I was good there for we something. Go. There I knew we go. I was a host for a reason. <laughs> almost like you're a real boy. It's almost like I'm a real podcaster after all these years. So, uh... Also, we have a Patreon, so don't forget to head over to patreon.supernatpod.rocks or just head to patreon.com and look up Supernatural Selection. Uh, We have got some bonus stuff coming. Mm -hmm. I promise right now my computer has been causing some issues that Mike and I have been trying to fix. Well, here's what I'm going to promise. If we can get to 50 Patreon supporters, Mike will post pictures of his feet. I mean, I can guarantee. I, you know, I mean, I'm uh, not, I'm not opposed to it, but it not, doesn't sound like something I'm no, super no, into. No, there's some people that will definitely join for foot picks. I'm just saying, I've uh, seen Mike's mine. feet, and uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm not going to kink shame. Yeah, they're worth two bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, you can also head to our Discord. Find a link to that at supernatpod.rocks and join the community. We answer questions and stuff, and we would love to have you join our merry band of listeners and friends. Uh, now, speaking of kink shaming, guys, as you remember, a long while ago in our very first weekend weird, we talked a bit about the Lacertophiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, that has nothing to do with mattresses, but it does have everything to do with lizard people having tits. So, dirty pillows. Yes. I'm sorry. Breaking news. Holly just handed me a note that says, make the piggies go to market regarding Mike's feet. (laughs) 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 She she really wanted me to read that, so. Okay, thank you, Holly. (laughs) If you ever see my feet, you know they're not piggies so much as they are feral hogs. (laughs) They're very very lupine in nature. (laughs) They're javelinas. Javelinas. Chicharrones. For another word to throw out there that I don't know what it means. Uh, today we're going to be talking about lizard tits in detail. <laughs> the episode is called Horny Lizard Jail. Because that's where we're all going. We are so going to Horny Lizard Jail. Mike, are you excited for this one? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess. <laughs> is excited it's, the word? Turgid. I'm not, I'm not like turgid, no. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I do have some self-control there. I'm not. Oh, good. Good. I'm sure there's someone out there listening right now that just already has her pants down going, get on with it. (laughs) So I tried doing some research into the actual uh, Lizard People conspiracy beyond David Icke. Mm -hmm. And I found this documentary called Above Majestic. And if you want to check it out, it is on Tubi. It's terrible. And uh, (laughs) have you watched it? Yes, I have. 
Oh, great. Okay. It's supposed to, you know, it supposedly lays out the whole conspiracy and it consisted of that one 80 year old guy making shit up on, uh, making shit up on the spot. Mm-hmm. And then it got into how the Democrats and Jews are harvesting adrenochrome for the Draco reptilians. And, uh, I decided I'd rather talk about horny lizards. Mm-hmm. No, can't blame you. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the reptilian sex agenda. That's a word. Yes. That's several words. This, you know, most of our series would just end up on the subreddit brand new sentence. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So our sources this week are the Lacerda files, which I've linked to in the doc, uh, since it has not been taken down again yet. Every time I find a copy of this video, it's taken down. It's just a conspiracy, man. They're it, trying to keep us from is. the truth. The truth of the lizard tits. Them lizards want to fuck. Yeah. And uh, our other source is the Reptilian Sex Agenda by Everett Amon. Now, now that I sounds will. like a great name for a punk band. It re- the Reptilian Sex Agenda? Reptilian yes. Reptilian Sex Agenda. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, I will not be linking to that in the show notes because nobody should have to read it. Too hot to link. Too, actually, yes. <laughs> We're going to learn it some is... things about Kevin this week. <laughs> I don't know if it's about me, but you're going to learn some stuff about the stuff that's going to make it real hard to deal with you at work. It's going to make you real hard. Oh, it's going to make you hard, baby. So uh, we're going to start it off with a guy obviously wanting to get it on with a reptilian chick. Uh, December 16th, 1999, Olay K was introduced to a Terran reptilian by a friend known only as EF. Now, Olay K claims that before this, he was a skeptic on UFOs and conspiracies. But when he sat down in a cold room in Sweden to talk to a lizard woman, he became a believer. Cold room, hot lizard. I'm telling you. Now, you guys know there's two types of reptilians, right? There's the Terran reptilians that are uh, from here on Earth and the Draco reptilians from the uh, constellation Draco. Right, and the Draco reptilians are the one who created the, uh, the, the greys, correct? Sure. I mean, we're going to have to delve into that and all them aliens when Mm -hmm. that episode comes around. But all you need to know is that the Terran reptilians are are closer to us in appearance, and the Draco reptilians basically just look like giant iguanas walking around on their hind legs. so, So which one are, like, you know, disguising themselves as people? Yes. Okay, both of them. Yes. Uh. They, they, they're, they're, yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's real damn dumb. And we'll get into that on another episode because we really, it's part of the whole Zeno political thing. <laughs> so with Olay K, there were two interviews. The first one, the one that we're actually going to talk about was in December of 1999. The second was April 23rd, 2000. That one I may touch on briefly. But uh, strangely enough, guys, both dates line up to when I started doing my first webcomic, Coda's World. <laughs> well, December of 99 and April 23rd, 2000. 
Well, your comic also, well, uh, your your comic Aaron Apprentice had a hot fish lady, so you're not blameless in any of this. Yeah, and that was totally on purpose. I was like, I wonder if I could use Lovecraft <laughs> it's, to make It's a horny. deep one, but you want to be in deep in that deep one. Oh, that's terrible. Yes. Instead, he never thought of it himself. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> So the first interview has been made into a YouTube video with text-to-speech software, and the way the voice of Lacerda herself is presented, well, David, you can back me up here, it gives off some major Dami Mommy vibes. It, it did have a very condescending tone, makes you feel a little slutty like you've been a bad, bad human. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Mike, you, you kind of might want to hear this at some point. Um, I, I, look, I'm, I've already, f I'm full up. I'm putting a kibosh on anything to start new <laughs> fetishes. Okay. This <laughs> bank bank is full. No more yeah. deposits. You know, one thing I just thought about, you know, that, uh, speech to text software that mm -hmm. you can talk into. What's mm -hmm. it called? It's called dragon. Mm -hmm. Oh mm. yeah. Think about that. Mm. Connections. So let's talk about Lacerda herself for a few, shall we? Okay. Uh, the interview starts off with Lacerda saying that her species is the only natural native Terran intelligent species and that we humans are genetically in, uh, genetically engineered subspecies created by aliens. Y you know what I just thought of? What's that? Big Lizard Naturals, our next shirt. Oh, dude, there you go. <laughs> so, she doesn't even want to say her real name, which, by the way, is... <laughs> so, she's like, call me Lacerda Monkey Man, because us saying her real name is highly offensive, you know, with our dirty mammal tongues. It's Miss Lacerda if you're nasty. I, I think, uh, I think it needs to be more... More in line, David. So I think it'd be big, scaly naturals. <laughs> there we go. There you go. So before Ole K asks about her physical appearance, he just asks for her age. And it really sounds like he just ASL'd her to her face. Now, my first impression was like, hey, are you legal? Yeah, no, that's that's the general thing. It's like, it's okay if I get horny. <laughs> so, after some basic maths, and she lives underground, and they have a different time system than, uh, than us, because, you know, no sun, she says she's 28. Good legal age. <laughs> Except in, you know, lizards that live a lot longer, she's actually like 12. Yeah, oh, no, it's probably true. So, first, she's basically humanoid. She's about the same size as us, and has the standard issue head, two arms, and two legs. She says that in shape and proportion, she's exactly like a human female. Well, you know, because they're all, you know, exactly the same. Mm -hmm. D does she have a tail? It didn't say that I remember. I think she has a small tail. Mm, okay. Like a vestigial tail. A, a tasteful oh, oh. tail. Like, yes. like, you know, some, some kids are born with a little... little yeah. <laughs> now, second, she has tits. Now, Ole K, sor sorry, sorry, Lacerda, goes through a lot of trouble to explain why a lizard has tits. She makes sure we know that she's not even remotely a dirty mammal. <laughs> 
She goes through a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Her species evolved breasts first because it's oh. the easiest way to keep children alive, and we develop breastfeeding because of them. Oh. Now, I'm not sure how you steal a genetic trait unless you're a Borg. Um, very carefully. <laughs> I, I just, I don't think a mammal saw a lizard with tits and was like, yeah. Seems um, like a good idea. I mean, like, I could buy, like, what's it called? Parallel development? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not, we stole it. Mm-hmm. So, We're jealous of those big old honking sweater boobs. puppies. Yeah. Now, third, <laughs> she makes a big deal of explaining how she has lips like ours and how full and thick they are. You know, perfect for kissing filthy monkey men. I cannot stress enough how goddamn horny this audio is. It is all text-to-speech, <laughs> but the way that it goes into detail about the characteristics and the sexual yeah. characteristics of this hot lizard chick is frightening. Just, just thirst. It is. It's just, it's just, all of it is just fucking generic computer stuff, and it is the horniest two people I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> now, Next, they have the exact same external genitals as us. Guys, what do you th- why why do you think that is? Because um, this is a slee stack fan fiction. I mean, so so Fuck. but like it's like the dongs are even shaped the same. Yep. All right, that's just, you know, bullshit. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, they have Godzilla spines on them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just look at all penis look bearing at, things. Look on at the a turtle planet. dick. Yeah, no, like every penis, every penis from every like species. That's what I'm looking for. Every yeah. species is different and horrifying. You, you yep. just see scales, and like, dude, you got to moisturize. Look at a fucking duck dick. <laughs> yeah. It's a corkscrew. Yeah, and and you know they 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 could be chiral. You can have left and right corkscrewed penises and they can't intermix. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, do not look at duck dicks. No. That that is a that is a <laughs> metaphorical go look at duck dicks. Don't duck actually dicks. look Woo. at duck dicks. <laughs> duck di- oh god, that's funny. Every day they're out there sucking anyway. Oh. So another interesting feature is they have hair, like white hair on their heads, but no pubes. Oh well that's not because yeah. you know. We invented yeah. laser hair removal. <laughs> this is oddly specific. They're all Brazilian. Yep. You know, the funny thing is, I'm kind of picturing Big Mama from Kaiju Days at this point. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, you're She's right. She's got the same hair color. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Robert Hazemay's out there. That, that That's for you, I guess. <laughs> we'll um, have to, we'll have to last... make him listen to that clip next time he's on. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Now, the last thing I want to cover about this is the ridge of blood-filled plates on their back. Now, she says that these are used to regulate body temperature, which they do by laying naked in the sun. They're also full of nerves and nerve clusters, so they're erogenous zones. That's right, their backs are their horny buttons, just like in Alien Nation. Gives new meaning to the term backshots. Oh. Now, now well, you, you remember that? No, I don't. Alienation, you touch them on the back, they get horny? 
Now, now you say that they live underground and don't have a sun, and yet they sun themselves. They have what is with rooms. this contradiction? They have, they have artificial suns in rooms, and they go and just lay on rocks and and sun themselves. So, so you're telling me these nude lizard people naked. made mm-hmm. their own artificial suns? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Now, Lacerda makes a big point about her people walking around their underground sun areas butt-ass naked and keeps asking shit like, does this shock you or nudity? Like us monkey men just can't cope with it. It, it reminds me of like a reptilian castle anthrax from Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. <laughs> I could see that. We're just four score of horny lizard women nude sunbathing. <laughs> yeah. Now, she explains a lot about their society and their history and their relationship to us and the aliens, but that doesn't really matter. What matters is how she does it. Again, Mm. this is all with this weird condescending tone combined with the provocative questions to Olay K. Like, it's turning her on or something to talk to a sub-creature like him. (laughs) Now, obviously, this is Ole K writing out some weird erotica, but if there's even a slight chance that this is real, I think Ole K and Lacerda started banging. And I bet she called him a filthy monkey man the whole time and probably spit on him, too. Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> spit on my, I, spit in my mouth, lizard woman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Now, I also sort of get the feeling from reading all this that maybe the lizards are Sundiri and actually really want to fuck us, like, bad. Now, now for all the non-weebs in the audience, can you explain Sundiri? No. Mike, can you explain Sundiri? Oh, I'm ashamed to. That's why I'm getting you to do it, buddy. Well, you knew what it was, and you're just pawing it off on me. I have a me. general idea of what it is. I you mean, can explain it, it better. It's basically in a trope in anime where a character pretends like she doesn't, or he, I guess it could be, I guess Either it's typically a, a girl, but I guess I don't think there's anything that says it can't go the other way, but where a character pretends not to like someone when they actually, you know, really do like them. And right. so, you know, is gives them the cold shoulder, um, you know, is haughty or mean to them but it's it's all an act because they secretly want that bonin you know what this reminds me of actually is uh what's her name olga from uh hey arnold helga yes for all the 90 kid, 90s kids in the audience yes helga yes. from oh, from hey head. arnold yes she <laughs> she acted like she hated him and just wanted him like she would be the picture uh like in the dictionary next to the entry Mm-hmm. But like it's it's typically associated with anime, but like no, yes. like Helga I think is the perfect example of this. Right. So picture her, but a lizard with giant tits. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus so, Christ. Uh, so guys, mm-hmm. give me your thoughts on this. Does it make you horny, baby? Um, <laughs> sure. Why not? I I'm more <laughs> concerned about the long term effect this is going to have on you going forward. Oh, I'm already broken. I used to watch... I used to be on 4chan. I'm already broken. It's okay. <laughs> no, just you, you You. take on things and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not like I'm suddenly... It's not like 
you know, Discordianism. I'm not gonna become. I'm not gonna go start digging a hole to find mm. the lizard fuck chambers. No, no, you're you're, you're sure gonna start like posting that. on our non safe sure. for work art channel like scalies. Look, like, I drew you know, this one is really picture for this fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You you've already assholes. started. You've already Shut started. Up. <laughs> it was for the. It was for the show. Uh huh. Yeah. Like and your collection. Uh-huh. Mm, well, let's not go there. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the reptilian sex agenda. Let's is, is do it just so. Getting sex. What's that? Is 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 the reptilian sex agenda just like? The agenda for having sex? Mm-hmm. Sort of. It's actually more complicated and a lot sicker. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I thought it was, you know, want sex, get sex, now, agenda now, fulfilled. No, that's Lacerda's agenda. Now, now, when you say sicker, you're like, yeah, sick, or ew, sick. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of yes in this one. There's a lot of, it can be both of those things and neither. Six both of world. those things and Six more. Yes. So, I got recommended this book on Kindle Unlimited a while back called The Reptilian Sex Agenda. <laughs> now, and now, how in- <laughs> now, Sorry, the go fact ahead. That, that Kindle recommended that to you says a lot about what Mike, you read. Mike, you and I have a shared Amazon account. Uh, <laughs> Amazon, uh, what's it called? Prime. Prime account. So, you accidentally saw all the books I've downloaded for the show including the ones we've never talked about. Can you just tell David how shockingly many weird-ass books I've read? Oh, there's there's many, many, many. And, and again, many, we, we don't even talk about many, them. Many. Mm-hmm. Most many. of them. I'm like still going. Many. <laughs> I'm fundamentally broken yeah. by <laughs> stuff we're never going to talk about on this show. He He really should go back to therapy because of all these books. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, again, how was I going to say no to a title like The Reptilian Sex Agenda? Um, by I mean, it's literally like a- closing the uh, Kindle, going do anything else like, I don't know, masturbating, and then go but, to bed. But I didn't get The Reptilian Sex Agenda yet. How can I <laughs> masturbate before I get the book? This is going to be a really uncomfortable ep- episode for some people. It is. <laughs> Okay, guys, so specific, it's like this show, this book was made specifically for us to talk about on the show. It was Mm -hmm. just such an out there title. I was like, all right, guys, this is the horniest goddamn book I've ever read. (laughs) You've never read a Chuck Tingle book, but I'm assuming it's... It's, yeah. I mean, seriously, I went into this thing expecting a conspiracy book like David Icke would write. Mm -hmm. What I got was full of hardcore descriptions of lizard fucking. Now, now, as in, like, actual lizards fucking or some slang for a type of sex I'm apparently not having? Again, yes to both. (laughs) I mean, seriously, Lacerda is subtle and subtextual compared to this. Lacerda is full of weird, silent longing. The reptilian sex agenda describes... How the reptiloids sucked this dude's dick. <laughs> How did they? I mean, don't leave me I, hanging well, here. There's a lot of terms like lollipop. Oh, God. Uh, and stuff well, like that. Well, I, I can just see, like, the Weird Tales title and cover for this one. I was taken by the reptile queen of planet Sliznak, and it shows, like, Zap Brannigan being carried <laughs> off by a giant lizard woman. <laughs> oh, no. It's entirely too sexy for me. <laughs> 
Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So the entire thing is like David Icke fan fiction minus the anti-Semitism. So it misses cons- the point of David Icke then. It really does. It's a conspiracy book used as a framing device for some guy's erotic fantasies. <laughs> and it's shockingly woke. <laughs> Like like I said, this book doesn't accuse the Jews of being reptilians. It's mostly Republicans in the military-industrial complex. What? No mention of the British monarchy? A little on the nose. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, we all know mm-hmm. they're lizards. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. It even states, and this is the part that really blew my mind, guys, it even states that gender is a spectrum and not binary for any species. Hell yeah. And, I'm going to give this dude some credit, even though his stories make my fucking skin crawl. He's like the ally you're kind of not wanting. It's like Saw Gerrera. <laughs> you know, In it's like, yeah, wars. he's a rebel. Yeah, he's a rebel, but we don't really want him. That would a be rebel. a hell of a thing. The Saw Gerrera of the gender wars. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. So we'll the, Yeah. <laughs> so the book starts by explaining that the Dracos, which I'm just... It, since these guys are not Lacerda's people, the Dracos mm-hmm. from Draco... The Draco constellation came to Earth millions of years ago and genetically engineered us to be slaves and cattle. Mm-hmm. Now... So far, this is not too much different from Zachariah Sitchin. Mm-hmm. But where it does differ is why we were made. According to Everett Amon, guys, we weren't made to mine gold. The lizards wanted to rape. Oh, God. There's going to be a lot of talk of rape, so trigger warning uh, that this is going to be a thing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But they wanted to rape, and they couldn't just rape some animals. The creatures had to know they were being raped. They had to suffer. Gentlemen, we are rape monkeys. Discuss. Uh. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that got real fucking dark. It's all of a sudden Hellraiser with the Cenobites over here. (laughs) So, I mean, ethically... Uh Uh-huh. Like, what's the difference between creating a race of sentient, sentient species that can be harmed by rape and just raping ones of your own species? That's like, you know, it's basically the same. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, or but like, there's a lot of logic that isn't working. It, it's like engineering well, a yeah. fleshlight that cries. <laughs> look, That's it exactly. Look, well... So here's here's the thing. I mean, I I I can understand when you're having your, you know, sexual fantasy, you know, things get out of hand and you just like, you know, things don't make sense anymore. Like, why would this very attractive woman want to have sex with me in the middle of a subway? And I'm talking about the restaurant, not a uh, public transportation. <laughs> uh, okay. That's what I'm going to say. It's like sexual fantasies can th- frequently have you know, look at porn. Porn doesn't have great plot. No. In, in fact, it's, you know, very tissue thin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so th- this is the same thing. It's the yeah, logic yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. 
Now, Lo- logic is the anti-porn. Yes. Well, again, we we were made also for cattle. We're used for food, for both literal and psychic food, with both involving sex. Like, imagine eating a Big Mac, but you have to fuck it first. Talk about some special sauce. hi Oh, that's terrible. But but not only just not only do you have to fuck it first, the Big Mac has to feel that it's being <laughs> it has to first. cry. <laughs> oh no! Like you said, David, you have to make the Big Mac cry by no, fucking. No, it's like Kevin. It's more like raping a cow while oh, chewing god. on it. Oh god! <laughs> god oh god! It. Oh Christ! Jesus Christ! I think I'm gonna have to go vegetarian for a little bit. Uh, uh so we're also part of a breeding program, and I would of really, course. I would really hope so with this much fucking going on. <laughs> now, apparently, they're trying to make hybrids with psychic powers that can blend into society and take control of us better because, I don't know. I, I really don't know. They're already eating and fucking us. What the hell else is there? Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound like they're... They have so much latitude already. What more control do they want? I don't know what else they can do. I don't know what else they want us to do. Whatever it is, they need to find another species. This relationship is toxic. <laughs> now, the book is divided into multiple stories, and I figured just I'd just talk about some of the standouts in today's episodes. Uh, there's actually... And this is the other thing. There's only four stories in this book. And it came out in 2018, and it said, I had multiple stories I was going to publish, but I had difficulty finding a a publisher, so I self-published on Kindle. Now, if there's enough demand, I'll come out with another book with more of the stories. Guys, that book has not come out. Mm. He's in his refractory period, so he's got to recharge. Eaten by the lizard men. (laughs) <laughs> that that or you know he's he's still it's hard to type one handed so yes. it's going to take mm-hmm. him a while to crank the rest of That's, them out. Oh god! Now, now, now so, possible plot hole here. Mm-hmm. If humans were a manufactured species, why all the forced breeding to make hybrids to infiltrate a species that was grown by the ostensibly superior species? Were they like slumming it? What's going on? I did, uh, that's, that, that's, that um, feeds back to the logic yeah, that I think we yeah. discussed earlier. Uh, I think what's happening is this guy... Uh, see, I've been on some forums and read some posts about <laughs> these people's sexual fantasies, and this sounds a lot like it. Mm-hmm. So, our story begins with a Midwestern party girl named, quote, Tina. Again, all the names have been changed, but Eamon swears that... All these are true stories that people came to him with. Which, how would you like to be the guy that everyone comes to with, I was fucked by a lizard? <laughs> so It's on your team, business card. <laughs> yeah. Lizard fuck expert. How, how, do you, how do you put, like, an ad out? How do you get your name out there that that's what you do? Just you take an ad out in, like, the, the newspaper? Been fucked by lizards? Give me a call. He's like usually the, in the back of guns and ammo. He ah. is he is literally the worst version of Harry Dresden. Maybe, maybe <laughs> goes on coast to coast AM and be like, yeah, I want to hear your li- getting fucked by lizard stories. <laughs> Dial one nine hundred to hear hot lizard stories. One nine hundred scale fuck. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus. One nine hundred so. cloaca. Oh. <laughs> oh God, that's worse. <laughs> All right, so our story, again, begins with a Midwestern party girl named, quote, Tina, who moved to L.A. back in the 90s to become a hip-hop artist. Didn't okay. they all? Mm-hmm. Tina was also not terribly good, so imagine her surprise when she woke up to a message left with her roommate from a record exec. <laughs> and the only thing her roommate told her was, he sounds hot. Of course. Now, this is a running theme with lizard people, it seems. They have horny hypno-voices. This sounds like a Tone Loke song waiting to happen. Doesn't it, though? And <laughs> I thought you meant they all sound like Tone Loke for a second, but nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, he does have, like, a very signature voice, so. I don't fool around with no Oscar Mayawina. Sorry, that <laughs> freaking... Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, Tina calls a number that... Uh, this guy left and is put through to a man named Raymond, who I'm hoping to God turns out to be Ray Romano. It is. <laughs> I just know. Ah, hey, I really want you to come out and record something with me. He tells her... <laughs> he... Sorry about that. For the moment, Ray Romano. <laughs> if you're trying to do a good Ray Romano, you just have to do uh, Henchman 24 from the Venture Brothers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I thought it was Ray my Romano voicing him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so he tells her that he was at a party recently and heard her funky, funky rhymes <laughs> and wants to sign her to a contract. Sure. Now... At this point, Tina is brutally honest with the author and tells him that she was drunk at the party and her rapping was an embarrassment. I, I, you know, which is honest. I'll give her credit for that. Like, meanwhile, I'm just hearing Ray Romano saying funky, funky rhymes in my head, and it's delightful. Hey, hey Tina, I was at a party recently. I heard your funky, funky rhymes. <laughs> so, so while she should have been cautious... Something about Raymond's voice drilled into her head. Yeah, I was saying that she was good. Yeah. She was becoming horny listening to him and started playing with herself on the phone and tried to keep him talking. Everybody oh, does God. love Raymond. Oh, it goes into like a lot. The book also goes into like a shitload of detail about how she played with herself. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like what she did to her nipples. I mean, like there's a lot. <laughs> Which, that's why there's only four yes. stories. There's so, so much detail about the nipple tweaking. Because someone that's telling you a story about mm -hmm. this is just going to sit there and gra in graphic detail. Yeah, Tina's going to... all the information about, you know, yeah. what what she did to herself while on the phone with a total stranger. Yeah, I just picture her sitting And so then I like, pulled my dress down. I started, Mr. Everett, why are you taking your pants off? Oh, I just came up with so. the best pun. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's like Red Shoe Diaries, but since they're reptilians, it's Red Shoot Diaries. Because they have those scales. Get it? Get it? <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do not get it, and we're going to keep moving. Uh, okay. Sorry. Someone's going to laugh. I know I'm it. glad. That's why I left a pause there for laughter that wasn't me. <laughs> so, after this, she agrees to meet with him, which is a terrible idea. But the book goes a long way to talk about how in the days leading up to the meeting, just how much she fantasizes about what Raymond looked like and how great it was going to be to fuck him. Jesus. After one phone call, 
Again, it's a, apparently a thing the lizard people can do. I don't like you reading any of this. <laughs> I didn't like reading any of this, damn it. <laughs> so the day arrives and Tina heads to a sleazy part of L.A., which that's all of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To meet with Raymond. It's a building with very little there except a front desk and only one office at the top floor, and it sounds like the Red-Headed League from the Sherlock Holmes books, quite frankly. It sounds like the setup to a casting couch video on Pornhub, like you can smell the wet leather couch already. Oh, God. Mike, any thoughts so far on this poor woman? Uh, I mean... Because it, it's going to get worse. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, we're not even at the bad part. So, Tina makes her way to the top floor and finds a group of young, attractive men sitting around playing a strange game with one beautiful woman with them. And uh, it goes into detail about the game. It's like some game the reptilians always play and, like, the chips represent human souls. And I'm like, I don't care. Get to the horny stuff. So... Tina says she can't explain what they look like because her faces keep shifting ethnicities as she stares at them. Like, you know, one minute she thinks they're Asian like her. Another, maybe they're African-American. Ooh, are they white now? I don't know. And I'm like, that. I would have run. But, you know, whatever. Now, they invite her to sit down and drink with them, and she declines. It's like a gangbang of Rorschachs. <laughs> <laughs> Is, it, is that the official zoological term for a group of Rorschachs? Probably. <laughs> a gangbang of Rorschachs? Well, c- considering Rorschach was largely asexual, probably not, if eh. we're talking about canon here. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So, as <laughs> Tina sits and waits for Raymond to show up, the woman, <clears throat> after staring at Tina for a while, just strips down and starts going to town on one of the guys. Of course. Like, the book gets super fucking randy and descriptive with this. Like, how she gave him head. And, of course, Tina just starts getting horny as shit. So she has two moods predominantly. Curious and horny. Yep. Yep. Just like every every human you know. Every normal person. Sometimes they're blended together into corny. (laughs) Corniness. And then in walks Raymond. <laughs> Ironically, Raymond offers her a drink, Mike. Yes, let's get you drunk because you're already, you're not easy enough already. Yeah, which this time she not takes Not to slut it. shame, but you know. Yeah, well this time she takes the drink. Then Raymond and the others start turning into lizards and she blacks out. Guys, have we got any speculation on what was in that drink? Funky um, cold Medina. God damn it, with a tone loke. <laughs> well, you know, it it, it it made her want to do the wild thing. It did. That's fair. Well, actually, no, it just knocked her out. She was doing the wild thing before that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I, I, do you would, think it was like a LSD thing, if any of this actually happened? Um, they were probably just I, fucking lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going by the logic of the story, they were just fucking lizard people. Just fucking lizard people. <laughs> So I mean, I, it takes a while. I mean, if she if she started hallucinating lizards soon after drinking the drink, like it, immediately, yeah. huh? Like immediately. Yeah, no. There's nothing that could take effect that quick. Yep. Like LSD even takes no. a couple of, from what I hear, like I've literally never done it before, but I hear it takes 
several minutes to kick in, even when you like do blotter. Yeah. Well, Tina wakes up in her apartment, walking funny and terrified. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, is that, that, that they actually detail. say that? God yep, damn yep, it! Yep, walking around like she got fucked by a lizard. She's walking around she's, like she's John cowboy Wayne. walking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> terrified. She starts seeing were lizard they, people. Oh, sorry, Mike, you were gonna say were, something. Were, were there lizard trails? Uh, apparently she left she those just, in the office. She just pulls out a fucking snake skin from between her legs. Oh, God. <laughs> a belt? What the fuck? <laughs> so she starts seeing lizard people all over town and says she's being followed. But Raymond's psychic hold over her is complete. She can't stop seeing him. She can't stop fucking him. She can't make herself move back home to the Midwest. She cuts an album and just keeps fucking him. This Which sounds... she does, in fact, record an album. Well, like, like this sounds like the plot to HBO's The Idol, based on the promos I've seen for it. So are we sure Raymond wasn't just The weekend? I have no proof that that's not what's happening in that show. I mean, you know, considering what I've heard about Hollywood, I mean, it's not yeah. implausible. Well, also, I'm not a big fan of The weekend, so it could have been Raymond. I don't know. I've heard his stuff. He's. I right. like the weekend. I guess we, we've fine. had this debate before, and you've always been wrong about these things. So bite me. <laughs> so <laughs> he's look, look, look. He's he's fine. I mean, he, I like that. What there, there's there's that one song I kind of like. You, by you him. can't be hating on the Starboy. I can hate on anybody I want for any reason I <laughs> want. At least it's not Flo Rida. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Shots fired I'll, at Flo Rida. I'll take a we I'll take the weekend over Florida any day. Florida also just sounds like a bag of tater tots. Well, it's also just Florida. Yeah, I know, I know, but the way it's written, yeah. it just makes me want tater tots. It's 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 potatoes from Florida. Oh God, they're intolerant potatoes. Tater tots burning. by Florida. Book burning intolerant potatoes. They'll rewrite your textbooks. God damn it. <laughs> so one night again all this time she's been fucking him and and rapping and cutting an album that never gets released just a rapping and a fucking and a <laughs> that's sucking it. lizard that's it. it was the 90s yep so one night she wakes up feeling she's in a strange place and when she opens her eyes, she finds herself in what I'm going to call the infinite vaporwave room. So just, just <laughs> lots of busts of uh, Alexander the Great everywhere? Close. <laughs> it's Mac, Mac, uh, Macintosh computers, too? No, but it's dark with pink neon grids on the floor and ceiling. But all the walls are so far away that you can't see them. They're stretched away into the infinite. And the whole place smells like a reptile house. And now, there's good reason for that. Because she was in a reptile house. Now, <laughs> aside from the smell, the idea of an infinite vaporwave room sounds like the exact sort of YouTube video I'd listen to as I write anything. You know what? Actually, that also sounds like the best fucking club, doesn't it? <laughs> Just the infinite vaporwave room. Call it the neon palm tree. Yeah, no, I would love it. So, Tina is surrounded by Thousands of aliens of all types, guys. <laughs> Reptilians, greys, mothmen, mantis cooks, Nordics, cat people, you name it. And what are they doing? Is it, this is a fucking alien orgy, isn't it? They're fucking humans, all of them. 
Jesus Christ. And none of the humans seem to be enjoying the experience. <laughs> and Tina loses her goddamn mind. She jumps up and starts running and pushing through the fuck throng. <laughs> this is what Some- Lovecraft saw in his head every night when he <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> Just drove him to madness. (laughs) The infinite fuck room. (laughs) Something trips her at this point, and when she wakes up, she's back in her room. But now the spell's broken, and she moves back home to the Midwest with her family and never leaves again. Uh, Okay, so two things. First of all, big ups to you for the use of fuck throng. Thank you. I was very, proud of that. Very classy. And then also some people can't hack the LA lifestyle. Very true. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Like through the whole thing, if you just took out all the alien and lizards, it just sounds it's like basically a, it's basically, you know, an after school special, a, a the shitty reality of, you know, trying to make it in LA as a, you know, musician and a woman. Yeah. And, it sounds like someone just took that that story and then added lizards. weird lizard shit. Now, the funny thing is it does sound like an ABC after school, after school special, but one made specifically for InfoWars. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a question for you guys, and I already know the answer, but I, I need to ask this anyway and get your opinions. Why did they let her go, and why is she still alive to tell the tale? I mean, you, you know what my answer is. What's that? Because it didn't fucking happen. Okay, yes, but if it did happen... Because uh, they're stupid? Okay, David? <laughs> Clearly this is a honeypot operation to lure the kinky assholes out. Is that what it is? I, I think so. It's like, yeah, okay. you, are, are, do you like this? You like this? And then Chris Hansen walks in. Yeah. All right, have a seat. Uh. Well, the fact is, she was a sex pet, and she embarrassed her owner in front of his rich friends. <laughs> well, we've all uh, been there. Legit, that's what that's what Everett implies, is that he, she embarrassed him so much, and as to why she's still alive, would you believe it? Hell, do you believe it now? <laughs> it's yeah, like your I mean, sex pet eating all the cocktail shrimp at the buffet. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> come on, get boy. Get off that table. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> new character on the podcast gimp boy oh no so, uh, now again i have my pick of the litter with this book but i figured i'd go with the last story in it partly because it is so fucking weird and uh grody and partly because it's a dude as a main character this time there we go equal opportunity right. to offend everybody absolutely so this last story is the very last story in the book, and it is about a gentleman named Ryan. Now, Ryan worked for a consulting firm in Washington, D.C. when he met his fiance Kathy, at the same firm. Hello, now, you're my fiance. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But, <laughs> now, Kathy had a family friend that gave Ryan the creeps, and they called him the General. And he had like a normal name, something like Bob Johnson, but they call him the general. And I can now only picture the CGI guy selling shitty insurance with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> now, 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 you know that Shaq was at the alien fuck party with Mothman. Oh, he was so there. You, you yes. couldn't miss him. He was the biggest guy there. Him and Scottie Pippen. 
I don't know why it's just Scotty Pippen under the bus, but it's a harsh world here at Supernatural Selection. So the general is allegedly a known quantity in the D.C. area and in government, and something about the guy gave Ryan the creeps. So, so a general in D.C., I don't believe that. There's no I know, general com- Completely, ever. complete bullshit, I know. Now, Ryan said it was partly this guy's blue eyes, and part of it was the way he looked like he was always hiding something. And I'm like, it's a general in D.C. Of course he's fucking hiding something. Well, well, war crimes would weigh heavy on anyone, so... In, indeed. So, the general is creepily involved in Kathy's life. And, like, gives her a relationship advice and stuff. And Ryan doesn't appreciate this old man doing that. In fact, Kathy and he get into a fight about it, and the relationship nearly ends. But... She comes back to him after a talk with the general. I don't know. I mean, I think a general in D.C. wouldn't have that much time for, like, you know, getting all up in young people's lives. I don't know. He's a Republican. But, I mean, just... <laughs> look, if you're in D.C. and you're a general, I'm assuming you're, like, doing a lot of shit. Well, well I mean, I he, think he's not the one there in the battlefield shooting the people, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, but, but it's also implied that he's it's retired. All, it's all these... Uh, well, I mean... Why are you in D.C. then? If you're, You only I, live in D.C. if you're actually working in D.C. Because narratively speaking, Mr. Eamon thought that this would be the best way to write the story. Yeah, he loves the lifestyle in the neighborhood. He, Yeah. He, he's he's maybe retired from... I don't know. He, if he's I, still a general, then... You know. Yeah. Well, I, I, it, I like that this is what you're... This is the hill that you're going to die on because... I'm like, not, we've I'm talked not about, dying on this we hill. We've talked I'm about like, lizard people, that. and you're just like, why is this retired general still in D.C.? I'm just saying that, you know, if he's if he's the general, I mean, he's probably still working in D.C. He's too busy making commercials. Well, it, it's it's like, you know, in um, Mary and Poppins, the Commodore. Young, just some young woman's life. No, it's, 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 it's like Mary Poppins, the guy in the neighborhood, the Commodore or whatever, who would like shoot a cannon off of the roof of his house. He's not actually <laughs> active in the military anymore. He's just... Holy, holy shit, I hadn't thought about that in years. Just because he can't get a heart on anymore, he has to go like... Actually, someone else's life up. Actually, Mike, we're gonna find out about the general's yeah, hard on. Yeah, he, he gets a hard on, and that's a very big problem. <laughs> yes. So the general also calls Ryan and says he wants to make them happy because he just wants Kathy to be happy, and he'll help him in any way he can. And Ryan Ouch, just sort of whatever's his way out of the situation, but is happy to be back with Kathy. So. This is where it gets weird. <laughs> Prior to the fight, Kathy and he were virgins. Like, sure. <laughs> they were both saving themselves for marriage. Kathy was very much a prude. I, I guarantee you their hands weren't. Oh, yeah. No, I it, probably not. It's like that joke from uh, The Critic where it's like, I need to know if you're going to be wearing virginal white or hussy white. And she's like, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, pure virginal white, except the gloves. <laughs> That was a dirty joke, and I loved it. Anyway, so they were, like I said, they were both saving themselves for marriage, but after the talk with the general, there's a changing Kathy. She starts demanding anal. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys get over that for a second. Like so- demanding? Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say, it sounds like the Mormon poop loop loophole to me. <laughs> 
Because that, that's the thing in the Mormon community, like vaginal sex and no-no, but yeah. if you're not well, soaking, it's anal sex. Yeah, well, it's also the loophole of the friends jumping on the bed. Yeah, oh, that's you soaking. gotta have a good friend for that, the bed jumpers. Yeah, that's soaking. Well, it's soaking plus, you know, motion from the bed jumpers. It's called bouncing. Oh, no, no, like the, the whole process of having someone bouncing on the well, bed, soaking, and, and that's soaking. Well, no, soaking was just, you know, you two and in there and not moving. But then the, you the, get Then they come with the it. galaxy brain idea of having other people jump on the bed. Right. So, uh, so that's not, like, already soaking then? That's something else? It's, that's soaking it's, plus more steps. It's soaking oh, okay. plus. It's like soaking plus one. Like, you know... <laughs> You, you went to the weapons master in D&D and but, you got the same weapon, but plus one. All right, but I'm going to poop loop back to demanding anal. And like, <laughs> did she really have to demand it? Actually. Like, like I mean. Kicks down look, the fucking I, door. Anal now. now. I, the thing I, I, is, think, I think with he, like a lot. He doesn't I, want it. He doesn't like anal. Oh, oh, so she wants to do anal on him. No. But, but, hang on. Gate David, that's called pegging, and that's a little different. Now, Kathy also starts demanding like rough sex, like hit me and other weird shit that she'd never shown an interest in. And Ryan is not cool with it at all. So now, I can understand that. You know. She wants to get married as well, and that part Ryan's cool with, but he's not down with the ass play. Ryan is whack. I mean, I was gonna think of that. I'm like Ryan. Come on, look, man, expand look, your horizons. I was gonna say, like, you know, most guys, like, for a long time, I didn't quite, you know, get it. But most guys, like, that's like lot, the the yeah. end. That's like their their like holy grail. So Anal. it's like for someone that's like, you know, no, don't want to do that. That's just wrong, dirty. It's like, yeah, uh, but she's still demanding it. Yeah, while he's like, I don't want to do it, and apparently he does it. Eventually, like yeah. she badgers him down into, in, into <laughs> beats him down into giving her anal. That, yeah, that I know. Cool. It's insane. Yeah, honey, it's fi- so, it's time for your 2 a.m. anal sex session. Uh, fine. <laughs> so Ryan is convinced that this is all because the general can hypnotize people and hypnotized her into making him happy. <laughs> That's a weird Rem- X-Men superpower. Isn't yeah. it? Now, remember, but remember the general's eyes? They were mm-hmm. blue like the sky. Uh-huh, they were blue like the sky, he, and he, he, he always felt did, they were weird. Kevin, did, did, did he have eyes that it seemed to me reminded of childhood memories? I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> but I'll hurt you after we come back from these important messages. Wait, one message. Hey, David, you know what makes our show great? What's that, Kevin? No ads. You know what would make it better? What's that, Kevin? Ads. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, we do ads for independent creators at reasonable rates? How reasonable? Overly. How about $2 per episode pre-roll? That is almost too reasonable. Might as well go for it. Let's send everyone to the contact page for Supernatural Selection. SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash contact? Exactly. Just have them scroll down to the Advertise With Us section for more information. That sounds great. Now let's record the ad. Kevin? Yes, David? We just did. Whoa. 
And we're back. When last we left our heroic couple, Kathy had been hypnotized into an anal craving sex fiend. Well, you know, it happens. It that does. would be another good name for a punk band, anal craving sex fiends. Yes, it would. So Ryan starts looking up information on the general by his real name, which again, it only mentions it like once or twice in the story. It's names like Bob Johnson or Jeff Johnson or something. Um, and he finds that the general is a member of this secret society called the Cross and Serpent, and they're big on magical juju and human sacrifice. So, so wait, so he looks up information and he finds, so they're a secret society, but he can find that he's been a yep. member of it. Yeah, yep. yeah, best kind of secret their, society. Like, oh, he, he found their Facebook page or their Twitter account, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. He found on a members list on now, Wikipedia. Now, I tried looking up info on this organization because I was like, well, that's easy to check. And the only thing I can find is one single book from about 100 years ago that's available on Kindle about a secret society involving magical juju and human sacrifice. Hmm. So, things are chugging along okay. Sorry, who was going to say something? No. Nope. Yeah, you already said that. <laughs> now people know how the sausage is made. Oh, no. So at Thanksgiving dinner that year, Ryan and Kathy invited their families to come together for a big dinner, and things are going great. And then in pops, uninvited, the general. Well, well generals have been known to invade from time to time. Have no, they? Like, like things like booties. Yeah. Now, 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 are we also doing phrasing? Because you just dropped like two big phrasing moments in that statement. Did I? Yeah, coming together and then uh, comes in. Yeah. Oh, well, he pops yeah. in. Pops, oh, pops in, in, in. Yeah. Pops in. Yeah. Now, the general, the general entertains both families, regaling them with stories of his time in the wars, which. Which wars? I'm assuming it's like Vietnam, so he's probably talking about burning children alive. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, he also tells him about his time in D.C. working in the government. And Ryan is just seething the entire time, <laughs> which I'm just starting to think maybe Ryan's an asshole. Could be. Now, Doesn't like anal, hates the general. Again, Just it's an asshole. Yeah. See, he is an asshole, therefore he doesn't like invading assholes. Oh, he's got an aversion to assholes. He sees himself. That's in why the he brown doesn't eye. like anal. Yeah. When you stare into the abyss, it starts to smell. The abyss. <laughs> it stares back. While doing dishes, the general comes up and asks Ryan to step outside with him, and that's when things get weirder. Mm. Or start to. The general says he has connections that can set Ryan up for life because he wants him and Kathy to be happy. You notice he keeps saying that? Mm -hmm. Now, Ryan asks him, just straight up, if this has anything to do with the cross and serpent, which I think is a really fucking stupid idea. Mm. You're really going to ask the dude that's a member of a secret society if he's a member of a secret society? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the general tells him that it is, but that it's just a social group that does charitable acts. You know, like the Shriners. Or the Moose. It's just a way to open doors. Like Masons. 
Yeah. And door stops. <laughs> no, that's the <laughs> other way. It's just a way to open doors, like I said, and Ryan says he has to think about it and then it'll get back to him. Now, now, see, the general seems like a nice guy. He just wants to make sure his lover daughter is well taken care of. What's the matter hey, with that? That's real sick. Well, you know, I mean, but she's a virgin. Yeah, I mean, well. Really, well, maybe he's just. Has he checked? Well, they, they said earlier that they were yeah. both virgins. Well, you said it. Yeah, no, I said uh, Until it. she became anal crazed. Yeah, until she went like anal crazy. So, so she thinks she's just like knocking on every door to get butt loving. You open it. You hear a knock at the door. You open the door. It's just a woman with her ass spread going, "Take it!" <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's horrifying. Gaze into now, my brown eye. <laughs> now, once back inside, Kathy runs up to Ryan and starts freaking out, going, "Did he ask you? Aren't you excited?" What she she thought he was the general proposed to him. I don't. Apparently, the general had told her he was gonna ask him to join the cross and serpent or whatever and ryan tells her that he had to think about it now for a chunk of the night she's acting like a little kid just constantly repeating the same phrases about did he ask you aren't you excited until he asks her to please shut the fuck up which she does this is starting to sound like some of the dynamics of like a daddy-daughter fetish play relationship, which is just weirding out the third that they want to add to the mix. You know, it, <laughs> he's going to be the uncle. Like, it's, like oh it, se- yeah, it seems like it's kind of like this vanilla guy who's being introduced into the world of like fetish life. Yeah, fet life stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he's just he. It's like a whole world he didn't know there was. And he's just he's, fucking hallucinating lizards the entire time. <laughs> Well, we haven't even gotten well, to that. That's, well, that's true. There just hasn't a small, been nary a lizard yet. He was just a small town girl living in a lonely world. Is that what he was doing? He took the midnight train to Brown Town, apparently. <laughs> Watch your step. It's a little wet. Oh, my God. Hey, if you're listening, getting this far in, it's a little too late, but you might want to get a wet nap. So, a few days later, Ryan just fed up with the whole goddamn ordeal just decides to say yes to the general to get it over with i'm feeling uncomfortable with everything i'm just gonna agree yeah i'm just gonna (laughs) cave so maybe kathy will shut the fuck up jesus christ the the general invites him to a fancy neighborhood and a fancy house to come meet the gang that's where all the pineapples are upside down you you know i would not be shocked at all just a bowl full of keys Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like like even just at the gate, like the, the gated entrance to the community, there's just a glass bowl and you just throw your keys in there. Yep. <laughs> now, once there, Ryan sees what I can only describe as a room full of Republicans. Very erotic. <laughs> Nothing more erotic than a room full. It's making me hot right now just thinking about it. Just Old wrinkly white dudes. Mm-hmm. Riddled with phlebitis. <laughs> phlebitis. Rich, plump white men standing around talking about money and investments while drinking. And Ryan tries a little small talk, but he feels like a child running around amongst grown-ups. Not uncommon to have a child running around Republicans in secret gatherings. Oh, damn, son. I'm, I'm reminded of I someone telling me about the Rudy Giuliani Oh, shit no. recently. Oh, oh boy. I feel sick to my stomach. 
Yeah, well, let's not. No. So after it's just a, a room bit. full of Rudy Giuliani's. I really oh, you to think about that. <laughs> oh my God, Rudy! <laughs> Melting hair and everything. Oh my God. Especially when you listen to this next bit. I want you to picture like 20 Rudy Giuliani's. (laughs) So after a bit, Ryan is led downstairs to the basement and is shocked when everyone dons robes and he himself is covered in a hooded robe. And they all gather around an altar with a young naked woman on it. (laughs) As Ryan is looking around... The faces he can see in the robes have changed. They're now the faces of T-Rexes. Fuck yes, the goddamn sexual tyrannosauruses. (laughs) The sexosaurus rex. Well, I'm just thinking Predator turns into a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. I mean... uh, I mean, sure, if I, if you're in a situation like this, I'm sure everyone around you would start looking, like, completely different when, you mm-hmm. know, you realize this is some weird, fucked-up cult sex thing. When the hood goes on, the beast comes out. Yeah. Now, here's a quick question. What was the name of the wrestler in that movie, in, uh, Predator? Oh, Jesse uh, the Body Ventura. Yeah, yeah, it was Jesse, yeah okay. Jesse the, the Governor Ventura. You know, I'm going <laughs> to say, if he was at this meeting, I would imagine he would just start busting heads. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, no. Like, he would be the hero in this situation. Goddamn reptilians. Because you know who's not the hero? Fucking Ryan. (laughs) Ryan proceeds to watch a woman get gang-banged by dinosaurs for (laughs) half a fucking hour. It's a little too straight for Chuck Tingle, but I'll allow it. Yeah, before he's led up to the altar himself and told to take his turn. Jesus. And he can hear the hissing laughter of serpents around the room. So, so, I, I can like relate to this in a little, little bit. Because, what the? Okay. <laughs> no, no, continue. I'm, I'm, yes. Right. So, when I was in ROTC, uh-huh. what the fuck were you doing at ROTC? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Okay, I should preach. Show me on the doll where you JROTC. Oh, that's even worse. In, in, in high school. This is worse. We were, we're like doing this camping thing. Oh. <laughs> Look, I know I'm leaning into it, but but it's not it's not sexual. Okay. But, All right. But there was this. It was very. Uh, what would you call it? Not. I wouldn't call it cultish, but uh, hazy ish. Hazing. So mm. there was this whole like thing. Uh, I didn't call it, what to call it, ceremony. Uh, sure, thing. let's just go with that. I'm sure it was modeled after like Boy Scout stuff and things like that, which oh, is not okay. helping my sexual, no, no, no. sexual thing. <laughs> but anyway, so we were. <laughs> God, I just realized how bad this is going. Are they going to teach you the tip pitch? <laughs> so Mike, they had us one at a time come up to like where like the presenters or whatever were, and had us. <laughs> Kneel on the ground. (laughs) Tilt our head. Should you be talking about this? With our mouths open (laughs) as they put something in our mouths. What the fuck? You got molested. It was rabbit stew. Um, is that what they was it salty? 
it, 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 it tasted like rabbits. It was, it was stew. It was literally because they had done a, uh, a teaching thing where they showed us how to like kill and dress game. It was the rabbits oh, this from is that, getting weird. and they had cooked it, and it was the rabbit stew. Okay, <laughs> Jesus right. Christ! Sorry for this a still the fuck. build up was way better than the payoff. Yeah, no, the bi- the build up was worth it though. <laughs> but it kind of reminded so, me of the same thing of no, this like I gotcha because the whole time it's like you know it's lit it's at it's dark and it's lit by fires and there's this whole like. It, it they had been like this this thing where we had to present our our little sketches. Oh, and, this is sounding you know, like the cremation of care at Bohemian Grove. Yeah, no, it was very <laughs> in that same kind of vein. Mike, if um, you had stayed in, you'd be ruling the world now. No, well, yeah, it was just high schoolers. Sure, but yeah, it was just this the, the same thing, and I I can see how someone going through an, a thing like that would have altered perception like sure everything when i just even telling the story now and thinking oh, back yeah, no. about it it seemed ethereal and different oh yeah that's the whole point of ritual and we'll get mm-hmm. into that when we do a magic episode that's a very insightful point mike thank mm-hmm. you for mm-hmm. that so so i can see how if if this this was based on a actual account of some form Mm -hmm. that you know that could happen yeah yeah yeah, so maybe they weren't actual dinosaurs they were just a bunch of white guys with skin conditions no he said they were opening their mouths and like tongues were coming out and they were like moving the lizard but but also this this guy is like painfully vanilla so he's probably just like freaking the fuck out inside okay how can i not get in trouble in this room let me stand here (laughs) but now when they bring him up to have sex with this girl on a on a fucking stone altar, Ryan finally snaps out of it. He finally, it's like he's coming out from under a spell. He pushes his way out of the room, runs upstairs to the car, and drives home. Now, now I just, I want to point out that he was standing there for half an hour and probably had like a plate of like crudite and smoked salmon just watching dinosaurs rail this eyes wide shut chick with like complete abandon. Just sitting there with just like baby carrots and tomatoes. and (laughs) You know, the bad thing is now I'm picturing Tom Hanks from Big wearing the tuxedo (laughs) standing there watching this, which is way worse. Just he he takes a like a look at the ranch dressing on his plate and has second thoughts. Oh. So once home, Ryan tells Kathy to pack her shit because they're moving out of the state right the fuck now. No, no, no. When you say pack her shit, was it anal sex? <laughs> <laughs> no, he meant her bags. You fool. Well, we said that at first, and yeah. she started like pulling her pants. Down, <laughs> He's so like, no, 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 no. Like, oh no, right no, 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 no. Get your get your clothes. We're leaving. <laughs> And this is actually the first logical thing I have ever heard, not only in this book, but in the world of conspiracy and paranormal, where someone saw something and was like, I we gotta like leave our lives. Yeah. yeah. We're we're done. Like horror it's movies over. are a lot less interesting if they go that route. Yeah, no. So Kathy doesn't want to leave, but Ryan convinced her that they have to for safety. And Ryan and Kathy are now married and living a relatively normal life in New York City. Except that every once in a while, Kathy wants anal. Lucky guy. Bring the iguana. <laughs> ah, bring me the iguana to fuck. So, <laughs> Jesus. Now, 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, this fucking episode. Remember, you people were waiting for this shit. Now, again, we're left with the question of why this guy didn't get eaten, shot, or framed. We're also left with the fact that this guy left a woman on an altar surrounded by lizard men to get pounded like a Chuck Tingle book. Well, I mean, if in all honesty, I don't think I'm going to overpower a room full of T-Rexes to get a nubile innocent out of there. Yeah, well, it's still, I mean, it's they, a they bad don't have look. any reach, so you, you know, just stay out of arm's length. <laughs> uh, well, well, you know, the, the, the first aid thing is, you know, or any, any in any aid giving situation, it's you know save yourself, uh-huh. and therefore you can save. Yeah, someone. guess guess what he didn't do after saving himself? Save her. Well, <laughs> in fact, in the story, he sits here going, "I wonder what happened to her." Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, she got fucking eaten, oh, or became a brood mother. Maybe she's just like <laughs> now, fucked. Setting a oh, excuse me. <laughs> Setting, I think my body's trying to rebel. <laughs> it's like, this is the last time you're doing an episode like this. <laughs> We're never talking about sex as much again. So, setting aside how dumb all of this sounds, what do you guys think? What would be the logical reason to let these people live? Also, is anyone else super creeped out by the mind that thought all of this shit up? No, well, that I- is quite disturbing. Yeah, well, like, I, I I don't I'm, think this is any worse than what you'd find on X, if we're being honest. I mean, well, I mean, I didn't. I left out some like, of the creepier it, X, ones. X has like a daily succubus summoning thread. What? Yeah, they they have like succubus general where they try to summon succubuses and um, they they I do think like it's succubi, um, like isn't it? tulpa summoning threads. Oh God, seriously? Yes, yes. It's like do a that. daily thing. Gonna, like the fact that they, they have a general you. thread devoted to this shit. I, here's the thing, all right? This isn't even the two worst stories. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the two tamer ones I thought we could get away with. Like, it's not the one about the woman that becomes a brood mother. Oh, God. In her her reptile hybrid son's sex cult. That, that sounds like something you'd read on the D board on 4chan. Yeah, no, there is shit in here that, uh, Everett Amon should be ashamed. Like, Do not it, it, read this book. I, I don't know what this says about me, but I've heard worse. I, and that's and fine. I've, I've heard worse. worse too, but I've never heard worse that was meant to be taken as real. Fair, fair. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, I don't know. Like, how how serious is this author? You think? Oh, dead serious. Serious like a fox. Like <laughs> what? What? What is your evidence that this guy is taking this seriously? Because he says it's a conspiracy, the book wouldn't be published well, by yeah. anyone. And yeah. his all of his books are about uh, how deadly serious the paranormal is. Well, I mean, here, here's the thing. That's also just like marketing, you know what I mean? Like, I could publish something to Kindle tonight and be yeah. like, a publisher rejected this because it was too sure. close to the truth. Sure, but something about the way the dude presents it... Mm-hmm is terrifying to me. Like, mm. I think he thought this up and, like, something broke in his head and he yeah. leaves it. Like, I've heard of Horny on Main, but this is ridiculous. Oh. Look, mm. all I'm gonna say is, like, Lacerda comes off looking really nice. Yeah, no. Lacerda's almost, like, wholesome. 
Yeah, no, after like, this, Lacerda, yeah. I'm like, you know, it's kind of cute. It's like the lizard person Nagatoro. Yeah, no, I would lo- I would <laughs> honestly love to read a manga about Lacerda and Ole K. Yeah, like that would be really cute, I think. Yes, I think so. The time I was dating a Sundiri lizard woman from the center of the earth would be a great manga. That is an amazing so. title for a manga. Yes, David, work on it. <laughs> or, uh, oh God, what is the name of that one? Uh, Toradora. Except, you know, instead of a tiny tiger, it's a tiny lizard woman. Oh, <laughs> right. Dang it, I'm the only one that watched that. Apparently. This has been a I really mean, fucked up series of events is, that we've just talked about. Like, this is... Like, Lemony Snicket's ain't got shit on this. <laughs> this whole episode is just a series of unfortunate events, and I regret it. But I like, hope you haven't regretted listening to it, listener. <laughs> yes, listener. Yes. Did you enjoy this, you dirty monkey? Yes, you dirty monkey. Constant <laughs> listener that you are. Thank you like, for and listening I, I, to the show. I can't stress enough that we've had people who have been like looking forward to us yes. covering this topic, and which I think is problematic. <laughs> yes. I, no, I no, think part of the thing is it's like mystery science theater and the more painful the uh, movie was, mm. it somehow made it funnier and better. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this and whole like uncomfortable, like, like sharing it with people and yeah, you know, everyone's in distress and yeah. you could hear other people in distress and know that your distress is valid. Yeah. And there's that whole laughter because I don't want to cry thing. <laughs> Cause this is, this is some shit. Well, you know, I also like, you know, we did this episode and that gave me an opportunity to name my audio files Lizard Sex and Lizard Sex 2. So, <laughs> that, the, you know, little little miracles. Yeah, mistakes into miracles, y'all. Just like that picture <laughs> of Shrek and Sonic. Lizard tits into lizard miracles. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It really it, it it makes Lacerda really nice. I like it. I want to go back. I kind of want to do my own comic about Lacerda and Olake. Yeah, I, I so, kind of want that like manga about Lacerda, this this guy who finds like a center of the earth lizard wife. Yeah, and, and just the whole time she's like, "No, you mustn't call me by my real name," which is. And then, like, like you know, their relationship that. is going somewhere when he like says her name and she like doesn't correct him. Yeah, so wholesome. Yeah, and like you know, he walks in, like, the whole room is like covered in, uh, her her sheds, uh, you know, her shed skin. She she like, reminds me of Horridus from uh, Savage Dragon. Yeah. But he walks in and it's like, damn, bitch, you live like this. <laughs> it's all just hot, you know, and she's got a big rock that's in, under a sun lamp. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the electric bills make this through the coming. roof. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Bitch is but, always sunning herself. Yep. It's the last thing I have to say is, I guess, you know, it just really, really outshines the lusty Argonian maid. It's really, even lustier than that. Really does. Um, Like, you know. You know, I'm also glad we didn't really get into the whole uh, conspiracy. What was it, Titty Gate? <laughs> like that—that that was a whole thing. I didn't see a reason to really work that into the outline because 
it's it's just nagas, right? Is that what it was? Nagas or or just lizard people? Just, just lizard people in RPG settings. Yeah. Well, we we just explained why tits. So there you go. Oh, yeah. oh, you're just talking about people arguing why lizard people in games and other fantasy settings have boobs. Yeah, you remember Titty Gate? No, I don't we remember. We talked it. about it last week. Oh, I don't know. I I mean, it's just because horny. Yeah. I mean, it, we, we you are, don't need to 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 argue about it. It's just horny. Yeah, it's it's just they. I mean, you know, it, it was it's based tits are basically just shorthand for, you know, wanting something to be you know presented as female. Yeah, it's so, essentially, hey, lizard, but I want to fuck it. Is is what? <laughs> shit, I, man, I wish I hadn't said that. That's gonna get like cut out and sampled and put somewhere, and I'll never work again. <sighs> Kevin, you said Kevin said it here, lizard, but he wants to fuck it. Shut up. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed this one because God damn, this was something. And uh, we'll be back next week with another Weekend Weird. And after that, I've got another episode idea. I'm going to stop talking about what's coming next because that's when disasters happen and we can't mm-hmm. record. Yeah, well, and, we'll and then this Sunday we're recording uh, Distraction Hall, right? Yes. Yes. So that'll be fun. Yep. So... Thank you again for listening. You can find everything you need to about the show at supernatpod.rocks. You can find the show on Mastodon at, uh, what is it, at supernatpod at horrorhub.club. You can find links to our individual Mastodon accounts from there. David, have you got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, go ahead and follow, um, there's a web game that I run on Mastodon called Hash It Out. It's been going pretty well. You can follow that at, at hash it out at retro.pizza. Um, great URL. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's like kind of like at midnight. Every midnight I put Mm -hmm. up a little prompt and then, uh, today's prompt was add robots to classics, which was a lot of fun. Oh, great. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike, have you got anything you'd like to plug, or uh, you know? Um, no, nah, I'm good. I, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll go light today. This this episode. Okay. <laughs> cool. He's spent. He's. Yep. Yep. We're all drained. <laughs> so, again, we'll be back next week. Hope you had a good time. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. So, you know, you, you explain lizard tits, but, uh, you know, it really doesn't make any sense. Lizard dick? Turtle tits. Turtle tits? Yeah, no, I don't under, mean, under the armor or they over the armor? Who knows? I don't know. All I know and, is... And, and uh, you didn't get my red shoot diary joke. So I, sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now well, Mike's got me thinking about Venus de Milo or whatever her name was from uh, <laughs> Ninja Turtles and Next Mutation, and I hate it. Yeah, like I said, that doesn't make sense because, you know, are they under the armor? And why would a turtle have armor tits? I just. Now I'm thinking of armor hot dogs, but armor tits. (laughs) Breast milk.